It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Here's your host, Keith Stewart. Members, friends and players, good afternoon. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning into Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. We've got a great show for you today. We have the current NCAA Men's Division I National Championship coach, Conrad Ray of Stanford University with us, a Midwest guy who found a home in Palo Alto, California. When asked about how he feels about his alma mater, he just gleams with pride and joy. There it is, Song of the Week, Pride and Joy by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Love me a little rock and roll on a Friday afternoon, especially when it's the Friday of the 78th annual Springdale Invitational, our annual three-day member guest. It's a big event at the club today, but I snuck away to do our Springdale Golf Live, our little live Fox Sports radio show. And uh, certainly what we have to do right now is that we got a man on the line. He's a national championship coach. Just introduced him there. Conrad Ray, Stanford University. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. How are you today? I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks for having me on and good to join you on your show. Well, you know what? I, I know you're a veteran of shows, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I got to talk to you about your week last week you, to kind of set the stage. Your Stanford men's team, they close the season with uh, four consecutive wins, and then they come into the national championship. They qualify for the match play as the sixth seed, and then take me from there. Tell me what your week was like on your way to winning the school's ninth national championship and your second. Yeah, exactly right. Well, I, I tell you, we're still on cloud nine out here on the West Coast. Um, it was a magical week. Uh, we, you know, everyone entered the NC2A championship kind of looking over their shoulder at Oklahoma State, who had really dominated the college season all year. Um, but we put some great qualifying rounds together, hung in there, qualified sixth, as you mentioned. We were on the opposite side of an 18 bracket from that Oklahoma State team. Uh, and then and then really played some great golf in the match play. We were able to knock off Wade in the first round, uh, Vanderbilt in the semifinals, and then uh, we were lucky enough uh, and fortunate enough to, to draw Texas, who had beaten Oklahoma State the night before in the final match. Uh, we played Texas in the finals and, and came out on top. So it was, uh, it was a special week for us. We, we kind of felt like we, we outlasted everyone. Uh, it, was, it was definitely an endurance test playing the Blessings Golf Club down in Fayetteville. Um, an amazing golf course, uh, but on a huge piece of land and, and really a, a strong test of golf. So, you know, all thumbs up out here and, and excited that we were able to pull it off. Well, one thing's for sure, your Stanford team was up to the test. And they have been for many years. I mean, this is your 15th year at the helm there. You have 12 NCAA, ter- uh, NCAA appearances and now two national titles. Um, without a doubt, this is certainly an interesting story. And, and you know what? I, I was kind of looking at this and watching the whole thing develop. Big fan of golf I am and a big fan of college golf. I have a student of mine who goes down to he goes to Georgia Tech. So I love kind of watching yeah. the season and, and how things take place. So, you know, I kind of led by your seniors with their 6-0 and in match play, 
You know, it's this guy, Salinda and Wu, right? Um, Everyone's kind of expecting Oklahoma State. Those guys kind of lead the way. You know, as this thing started to develop, right, did you see that there was an opportunity maybe as you you were watching your team play and you know them intimately? Do you see them starting to play some really good golf? Like, take me through that moment when you're with the team behind the scenes and you're you're winning in the quarters, then you win in the semis, and you're like, hey, guys, there's something going on here. What was going on? Well, I think we, I say it quite a lot. I, I really believe that momentum's a huge thing in team golf, especially in team college golf. And, you know, the momentum we were able to build throughout the spring really carried us into the championship. Uh, and then the message once we got there was, you know, hey, guys, I know we're in match play and there's a lot going on. The golf channel's here. You know, there's so much more that goes on at the national championship. But at the end of the day, it boils down to can you hit quality shots under the circumstances? Can you execute? And so that was really my message as we went throughout the week. You know, let's just try and be the best golf team here and try and hit the best shots, try and make the most birdies, try and avoid the big numbers, which is kind of the story of the week at the Blessings. And so our guys really were, were focused on that. And I was super proud of those seniors, as you mentioned. They they were locked solid in match play. And uh, especially, you know, the, just seeing their results. Brandon Wu is just qualified to play in the U.S. Open. Um, he's down at the Palmer Cup right now. Isaiah Salinda knocking off Cole Hammer in the final match. Cole's one of the top players in the country. So those seniors, uh, it's great when you can have that type of leadership. And they were a huge part of our success really throughout their whole four years here at Stanford. Well, I think there's no doubt that those senior leaders have learned from the team's leader. And folks, we're on the line here with Conrad Ray. He's the national championship winning coach for the Stanford men's golf team. And, you know, afterwards, you were quoted as saying in the media that this is the hardest working team that you had ever coached. And you were so proud of their efforts. Um, What is it about this team that, you know, makes you fall in love with them? Because you've had some good teams. I mean, you had that unbelievable team at 07. I mean, you've had a lot of Pac-12 championship teams you've had some unbelievable players what is it about this team that you just love so much well i I just think that they answered the call i you know we had a fall campaign that was really short you know it wasn't that great we we basically circled the wagons after playing at georgia tech's invitational and i don't know that we had a finish better than sixth place all fall and uh we really challenged the guys you know I, i have a new assistant this year Matt Bordas, who is a huge part of our success, uh, you know, he's he's um, he's just come out of the Marine Corps uh, doing special operations. So he brought a whole new level of tenacity and resiliency that we needed. Um, and so we pushed the guys. We practiced more than we ever have in the off season. We added an off season workout. Uh, and they were up for the task. There was, you know, it wasn't always glamorous. It was, it was tough and ugly at times. Um, but we really felt like this is a team that we could do that with. And, and you need good leadership to be able to push guys like that. And so they, they, they answered the call. And, and I really do believe that the success we had here at the end was, was really um, not a flash in the pan. It was earned. And, and that's what makes it so special. And especially, too, you know, those guys, those seniors get mentioned. But we, we really, at the end of the day, didn't have any superstars that you know it was five guys all playing for each other uh six guys seven guys really our lineup was deep and and so that's what also makes um the year so special for sure 
Well, you know what? It was a special victory. And one of the things we like, we love to talk here about on Springdale Golf Live is the pop culture of golf, or pop golf as I like to call it. What we're doing is fun. I am the director of fun, self-imposed title over at the club where I am the head golf professional, Springdale Golf Club here in Princeton. <laughs> and uh, so I, I got to ask the question that all my fans want to know. What would you guys do special to celebrate winning a national championship? <laughs> Well, you know, I think it was kind of, uh, I, I describe it as a Bonnie and Clyde moment. We, we, as we've collected that trophy, the tornado warnings are impending and, and we, we got out of the, we got out of the host venue as about as quick as you possibly could. It's almost like we grabbed the trophy. We had a, we were really fortunate. We had one of our supporters flying us back to the West coast. And what was wild about that is we had this beautiful meal on the plane back and, uh, you know, we're, we're celebrating and we were back on the West coast by about three thirty. Uh, our time. And uh, it was just kind of a surreal final day because they had moved up the tea times, but it literally, we punched the hole through the clouds kind of in between tornadoes uh, in Arkansas as we exited. But, you know, our guys, uh, I think that they're still celebrating. The seniors came back to kind of finals week. Our guys are still in school as we speak. They're just finishing up their year. And uh, we're going to have a great reception um, celebrating the team uh, next Tuesday. And so it's been fun on campus here, and we're hoping to to really enjoy the moment because you realize how hard it is to do, and, and you might not ever get that chance again. Well, Coach Conrad Ray of Stanford, you sure, you certainly do deserve to enjoy the moment, and I wish you the best with that. Now, there is one particular Stanford alum who I got to know. I worked at Isleworth from 98 to 03, and uh, there's this guy, Tiger Woods, who is a huge yeah. supporter of all Stanford athletics, but especially the men's golf team. I'm just wondering, I know him, and I, and I know that he probably was in contact with you a bunch. Any fun texts or celebratory notes from him that you can share with my <laughs> listeners? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, I don't know if I can share all the details, but uh, no, he uh, he was definitely in touch. What was really special too and cool was that Nota Begay, our other teammate, uh, was there at the championship working for the Golf Channel, and so there were some texts flying around. You know, not only in congratulatory mode, but also before that when we were working through the qualifying rounds, and we started sliding a little bit down the leaderboard the last few days, just trying to make the eight. And uh, you know, Tiger and Nota, those guys are as competitive. As it gets so i was definitely hearing about it then too so um but it was neat to see tiger follow us he, he gave a great shout out to the guys uh from from mirfield uh, and taped a little video which really pumped him up and and also to tom watson uh made mention and and did a did a great job trying to support the guys so some of those great alums that we are really super proud of uh were definitely paying attention and it just added to the to the vibe we had going all week well, you know what, listeners, I don't know if you caught that, but uh, Coach Ray just kind of slid that in there. He said, you know, Noda and Tiger on my team. Well, you know what, Conrad Ray was on <laughs> was on that 1994 National Championship team that just had a couple guys on it like Casey Martin and Noda Begay and Tiger Woods and Joel Kreibel maybe and a couple other guys on there. So, you know, for sure, you know a lot about winning a national title, and then now you've coached two. So I think that puts you in a pretty small fraternity of guys that have one at the NCAA level and also now coached a national championship team. What do you draw upon from back in 1994 or the experiences of that championship team or all of those great players that you now try to transcend to this next generation that you're coaching? 
Well, I, you know, I, I do have to make sure that everyone knows. I, I learned how to carry a lot of luggage, too, as a freshman, my freshman year on that team. Um, those guys were, were awesome. And uh, to be able to learn from them and see from them firsthand, you know, it wasn't too shabby for a, for a walk-on from the Midwest to, you know, like scoring average around Stanford my freshman year was maybe 75. So, you know, for me to be thrown in that mix, but to watch them operate and play and learn and, and then to see subsequent great players come in, Joel Kreibel and and different players like that over the years, um, you know, you realize that that the, the common thread for all these guys, in my estimation, is that you can't get around the fact that you have to work really hard. And all of them are very, very competitive. There, there's very few excuses in any of those players' vocabularies. And, uh, um, you know, that's that's the thing that I, I try and, and, you know, kind of entrust my guys with, and that is you just can't get around hard work and doing it the right way. And uh, so it's cool to be part of that, and it's fun to have the keys to the bus for a while, you know, to this program because it's, it's really way bigger than anything I've done or, or even the, this team. It's it's kind of years and years of working hard and doing it the right way. So it's it's pretty cool time for sure. Well, you know, one thing's for sure. I'm very impressed with your whole brand though you know coach ray's brand here because you have your own show on sirius called golf you it's on monday nights from 9 to 10 p.m and i'm curious how that kind of developed you know was it more of yeah. a helpful as a recruiting tool Are you trying to connect with the next generation of smartphone users i mean what talk to me about i mean you're so well spoken here on the interview i mean it, it's almost like i need to turn <laughs> the mic over to you but you know in truth in truth how, how did all that come about I'm, I'm curious about that well you know i, I yeah that's a great question i, I it's hard to believe we've been up to that for a couple of years. Um, it's been a phenomenal experience for me. And uh, Scott Greenstein has been a very good friend through golf, uh, who, who manages all of the content for SiriusXM, um, approached me about doing the show. And it, and it took him a little bit of recruiting to convince me that it was a good idea. But all the reasons you mentioned above were reasons why I've, I've done it and, and have loved it. Um, you know, and I'm just a huge fan of college golf. Um, and frankly, too, I tell everyone, I think that the, the, the great part about hosting golf you is that I get to invite all my friends in coaching and put them on the spot to ask them what all their secrets are. And so I've learned a ton from just being able to interview some of the top coaches and players uh, around the country. And um, so, you know, it's a lot of fun and, and uh, who knows, I, I think we, we measure our success. I, I do know that maybe a few more people other than my mom are listening uh, to that Monday night show. Um, but we measure our success by the mentions that we get and people I think are tuning in to, and, and I think it's, it's a, it's a great comment on the state of the amateur and college game. I think with golf channels coverage, um, all these great young players leaving the collegiate ranks and going out on tour and winning and winning quickly. Um, those are all things that lend itself to really exposing something that's pretty cool and, 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 uh, maybe not quite as, um, not quite as, uh, affected yet by the business side of things but the college and amateur game are pretty special in that regard well there's no doubt that you know you had me at hello on that because i'm a radio guy and i think radio is a really for um awesome format for communicating with next generation listeners and and people that are really into their sports and not everyone has the time for the golf channel but certainly serious or here on fox sports you know we connect with a huge audience and you know i put the podcast of the show out afterwards and any number of people downloaded it. it's it's a ton of fun and I think it's kind yeah. of interesting that you caught me. Um, half of these questions today were written by Coach Will Green of the Princeton men's team. So your <laughs> tactic on golf, you, he was using for this, you know. So Yeah, he's, 
he's a good friend, and I, I really appreciate uh, the job Will's doing. You know, winning the Ivies is a cool thing this year for those Princeton guys. And, and uh, he's, you know, we, we end up recruiting a lot of the same kids. Uh, he does an awesome job, and I know he's, he loves uh, being there at your club and, and all that you have going there at Princeton, which is cool. Uh, we got a lot of great things going on. We just gave him a, a million-dollar um, performance center. It's just the thing's unbelievable. They put it on the range. It's really cool. But um, spe- speaking of questions that I write, uh, one of the traditions we love to do here on the show is we do a little rapid-fire Q&A with our guests because my listeners love to, to get to know you better. So are you up for okay. this? A couple of little little tidbits to learn about Conrad Ray, Coach Conrad Ray, you ready for this? Sure, I'm ready. All right. Yeah, born ready. Let's do it. Better college athlete, John Elway or Tiger Woods? <laughs> That's tough. Um, depending on who you ask, you know, if you ask Tiger's dad back in the day, it was Tiger by far. He's running, he's beating uh, Carl Johnson the 400. But uh, um, I, I would say uh, overall athlete, um, I would say I would actually say John Elway. I mean, and that's not a knock against my my man, but uh, Elway's a legend around these parts, and and to see what he did both on the football field and baseball is amazing. Yes, for sure. Uh, favorite dessert. <laughs> Uh, my guys will laugh if they're listening. Chocolate chip cookies, no, no question. Oh, I love cookies. Oh, good man. Uh, first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Uh, I gotta have some coffee. It's uh, it's my one vice. The jet fuel. My wife won't drink it because I brew it so strong. But I, I need a little Java in the morning. All right, last person to text you. Um, good question. Uh, an instructor, uh, good friend Jeff Smith. Uh, oh, Radar. Vegas, working with a few of my guys. Yep. Radar's been on Radar's this show. Also. About a year ago, we had Radar on. He's awesome. Love him. Yeah, um, he's doing some good work. Oh, the best. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, rate your singing. <laughs> oh, definitely a nine. I like a little karaoke once in a while. Good man. All right. Adult beverage, colored or clear? <laughs> Um, weeknight or weekend night? Um, no, I uh, I like I like color. All right. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, no chance. One chore you hate doing? <laughs> uh, taking the dog out. iPhone or Android? iPhone all the way. When you hear the word Stanford, who is the first person that comes to mind? Um, <laughs> John Ariaga, one of our donors, just there last night at his house for a reception. Well, you know what? You have done a wonderful job finishing out this season strong with five wins and winning a national title, Conrad Ray. I can't thank you enough for being on Springdale Golf Live. You've been a tremendous guest. All the best this summer in your recruiting trips. If you ever come eastward, uh, please come say hi to us here in Princeton, and uh, I can't thank you enough. Will do. Thanks for having me on, Keith. Great show. Thanks for the time. All right. Take care, Conrad. Well, there we go, folks. we got to get the break quick, but it's 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton, 12.15 for our friends out there in Palo Alto at Stanford. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. We'll be back after this. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf with a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. 
Springdale Golf Club members have been enjoying a club that's been a part of the Princeton community for nearly 125 years with the best golf and social experience in our region. But did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's historical significance, William Flynn Design, with challenging greens, blended with a dedicated team of associates, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in commitment to the member experience. Just announced is a significant expansion of the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about the club and all of the amazing fun things we have planned for 2019 and beyond, please take a moment and visit our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey or call 855-255-1265. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart. You're listening to Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Turn it up, Joe. I want to take you higher, like Coach Conrad Ray does out in Stanford. There it is. All right, a little Sly and the Family Stone. And I put them on today because, you know, they're from San Francisco and they're right out there next to Stanford. And uh, you know what? Like that amazing interview we just had there with Coach Conrad Ray of the National Championship Stanford men's golf team. He just wants to take them higher. He he mentors those kids. I mean, he's had so many great players over the years. He played with some great players. He's won two national championships. He's got, I mean, I, we were doing the stats on him. It's just unbelievable. 24 All-Americans, four Pac-12 players of the year. And you could tell he's just the guy is just really well thought out, um, you know, new assistant coach there, military background. He's getting these guys in line. I mean, congratulations to him. What a wonderful guy. I got introduced to him um, by a good friend at Princeton. And, you know, just so happy he had the time to come on and talk about, uh, you know, a little bit of collegiate golf, which we know everybody loves around here at Springdale Golf Live. And you know what? I, I alluded to this earlier, Joe, in that it's a big week out at the club. We're hosting the 78th annual Springdale Invitational, which is our three-day member guest. There's 104 men over at the golf course right now competing in 52 teams for a championship that will be crowned tomorrow. And, um, you know, I figured I'd just take the afternoon off, come over here, hang out with you for a little bit, do a little Springdale Golf Live. Nothing to worry about going on over there. You, you think everything's fine, right? Yeah, I can imagine emotions are pretty high over there with all the pressure and everything. So, you know, every once and again, you need a little respite, get away from the stress, and, you know, just chill out and that's what we're doing here and i like that you know we got music we got it's all it's it's so much fun keith well there's no doubt I, well i'm the director of fun so whether i'm there at the right. club or i'm here with you but you know when i come hang out with you on a friday afternoon joe's on the board i mean joe is like when i walk in he's playing spa music i mean he just totally chills me out and i'm new jersey born and bred and it's it's not very often that i'm chilled out so you know kudos to you joe for always keeping me in the right frame of mind brother i love it no problem i love it and you know another thing 
thing I love is our friends at Discovery Golf are at it again. And here you go. I just saw this this week on social. They're going to come out with a 12-episode series called Tiger Woods My Game. And I you know, I don't think I've been or most people have been this hyped for information that Tiger Woods is going to divulge about how he plays golf since maybe back in 2001 when his How I Play Golf book came out and hit the, you know, the shelves over there, maybe Barnes and Noble and all those other uh, borders and all those other bookstores. Now Amazon, you know, no Amazon in 2001. But uh Strangely enough, there was a time without Amazon. Imagine that, Joe. I could not imagine that. I'm sorry, Keith. It just can't. Just, no. You know? Well, you know what? We're probably better for it. Probably. You know, life's a little easier. Maybe a little less traffic. Definitely. Other than delivery trucks. I don't know. Oh, we're getting off topic here. we got to get back to Tiger Woods and my game. Uh, so our friends at Discovery Golf and Golf TV, uh, who now purchase Golf Digest, you know, again, I, I've said this time and time again, folks, it was about a year ago in June, we talked about them getting the rights to the PGA Tour internationally and creating this entity called Golf TV, went live January 1st, and now they're going to put together Tiger Woods, quote-unquote, my game, a golf lesson like none you've ever have had before. And I think this is a big step towards, you know, Tiger kind of opening up in the continued kind of process of Tiger in his 40s. He's two years younger than me and and just kind of becoming more of a human being and being that guy that everyone is kind of like really getting engaged by. And they love this side of Tiger and they're really just so kind of intrigued. And for him to come out in this um series that's coming up in July, uh, you know what I mean? I think it's going to be pretty cool, and I think people are going to be dying for it, like, you know, Phil and Tiger match play or Tiger at the Masters, you know, all Tiger all next week at Pebble Beach. You talk about one of the greatest golf tournaments ever played, Tiger in 2000, wins by 15. Unbelievable. So, and don't worry, because if you're international, it'll be on Golf TV, and if you're here domestic, it's going to be in Golf a Golf Digest property. So, I'm going to check that out for sure, and I just, you know, we're talking about pop golf, and that's certainly something we got to talk about. You know, one of the things are one of our sponsors you know we love our sponsors here on the show joe and one of our major sponsors summit golf brands had two guys qualify for the u.s open at pebble beach last last monday the longest day in golf 36 holes with sites all over the country to qualify to go to pebble beach for the 119th u.s open so congratulations to my uh, um, partners in close here with zach blair and he's a web.com tour player and founder of the buck club really cool guy you should follow him on social Really, really cool social media presence he's got there. And then back in February, we had PGA Tour player Billy Hurley, the third on. He was here on Springdale Golf Live. Well, Billy had a good day on Monday down in Maryland at Woodmont. He made a putt on the last hole, and he's heading out to Pebble Beach. And he's playing pretty good this week here in the PGA Tour up in the, the Canadian Open as they as they all prepare for that 119th U.S. Open out at Pebble Beach. So congratulations to those two guys. And speaking of playing well, we got to talk about some Something to do. You know, we should have, what we should do is we should have like Keith's travel and weekend opportunity trips or something, Joe. Put that on the list for some music or something. All right, I'll put, I'll write that down right now, Keith. All right, yep. Don't worry. Get that down. Okay, yep. good. Because what we're going to do is I'm going to offer up a suggestion. It's going to be a beautiful weekend here in New Jersey. And for like 20 years, uh, it's right around 20 years, the ShopRite LPGA Classic has been down at Seaview, just outside of Atlantic City. And these ladies are down there tearing it up today. And the leader is uh, eight under, shot 63. 
to start the day. They just started the tournament today, and they're going to be down there all weekend. Um, and it's going to be quite a thing to see. Great weather. So there won't be huge, huge crowds like out at Bethpage. And you've got Morgan Pressel, Brooke Henderson, Lexi's going to be down there, Maria Fossey, Jen Cupcho, the two finalists from Augusta. And, of course, our show's favorite, Marina Alex, New Jersey native. And she was back on the show back in September after she she had her first LPGA win. She's on the golf course right now. But down there at Seaview, plenty of parking. Get out there. Check out the LPGA. Beautiful weather there down at the Jersey Shore. So we go down the shore. Not that it's literally down, Joe, but that's what we say. We go down the shore. You go down under. That's it. You go down to the shore. And we can go check them out. And I, and I highly suggest that you all go and check that out. Because uh, I, if I didn't have the big event at the club this weekend, I'd go down. I've been down before. It's just a wonderful thing to do. Walk around with the family. Um, get the young kids out there. The boys and girls looking up to these ladies playing so good. They sign a ton of autographs. The LPGA, we were talking about last week. They totally get it. And uh, if I had the time this week, I'd take Lori and Owen and Abby down there, and I would certainly check it out. And speaking of checking something out, I couldn't believe this story this week. Young man named Alex Ross, a rising junior at at Davidson University, he's playing in the Dogwood Invitational. The Dogwood Invitational is one of those premier kind of collegiate... um, amateur tournaments they're not all college kids but you know high level elite profile amateur tournaments and they played at Druid Hills Golf Club down in Atlanta and Mr. Alex Ross he started off his tournament kind of mundane he had a 75 then he had a 73 the other morning and on a 36 hole day he backed up that 73 with a little um 57 Yes, I said 57. He shot 15 under par in his final round that day. He had 13 birdies and an eagle. He birdied seven of his final 10 holes. I mean, check this out. He starts his his, ro- his round out on the back nine. He goes four birdies and an eagle. All right, so his first five holes, he's six under. Right, he birdies three of the last four. He shoots 27 on his on his first nine, which was the back nine, and then you know he remained just a little bit lukewarm, just a little hot, and he made six more birdies on the front to shoot 30 on the front for a 50. Seven total. And you know what? At some point, we're going to talk about this some more. But I think track man, the equipment, the way these kids are being raised, the Tiger Woods generation of golf, all the information we have, these types of things are going to happen more and more. And I'm really, I really think it's cool. And, you know, as I get the countdown here, as we get ready to go, um, I, I just want to make sure we thank our sponsors before I send you over to Doug Gottlieb. That's the New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, and FH Wadsworth. Certainly have to thank Joe on the board. Great job, Joe. No problem, Keith. Springdale Board of Governors, True Golf Management, and most importantly, all my listeners. I'm headed back to Springdale for the Invitational. But where are you headed? We'll let the tower be your guide. And from the Intrepid to Independence Hall, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. You've been listening to Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the team next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey.